fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, I say welcome into the program. I keep thinking today is Monday. I'm trying to get my head around the fact that we're already a day into the week, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're one day closer to the weekend again. <laughs> but it's a Tuesday already, so welcome into the program. Hope you guys had a wonderful, delightful outstanding Memorial Weekend broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country on radio, TV, live streaming, all over social media, in the interweb, podcasting thereafter as well. So thanks for hanging out with us today. Lots to get to as we try and recap your Memorial Weekend. Obviously, there's always lots of news that comes out when we think that we can actually take some time off. People going to the lake or going camping or going biking or grilling and barbecuing, whatever you do. And they always try to slip something through. They always try to say something really, really stupid to where you don't catch it unless you're actually paying attention, which they don't want you to pay attention during those holidays. So we'll get to that here in just a minute. We have a lot to talk about. We have the latest out of Russia and the Ukraine. The Russian media saying essentially that World War III has already begun. That's from the media propaganda coming out of Russia. Is it true? And are we prepared for it? So we'll talk about that coming up bottom of the hour. Cheryl Chumley, she is author of the latest book, Lockdown, the Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. We'll chat with her at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about COVID, some of the latest current events. We'll talk about the abortion issue with the leaked case uh, opinions coming out of the U.S. Supreme Court and now the violent protests that are the terrorism, the bullying, the blackmailing of Supreme Court justices to try and change their mind before the official final opinion comes out from the U.S. Supreme Court. The lockdowns used for the left-wing progressive agenda. We'll talk with Cheryl about that here in just a little bit. So lots to get to. The Hopefully, for the, first off, by the way, hope you had a wonderful Memorial Weekend. Re- actually remembered what Memorial Weekend was all about and actually remembering the fallen soldiers, why we get to live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth. Outside of the fact that we're battling with the federal government constantly, we're trying to preserve what's, what we need to do constantly. At the same time, we have to remember, even with the political battles that we have, we need to remember what Memorial Weekend was all about. There was something, however, that kind of threw me for a loop over the weekend. On Saturday, I I do a local program. That's not this one, the Voice of Reason, that's nationwide on a few different stations, but just a local program here on my flagship here in Wichita on KQAM. And I did the weekend program live this weekend. And I had uh, I was going to do something, a giveaway for some individuals, do some barbecue sauce or whatever it was and do a giveaway. And I asked a teaser question of what uh, a Memorial Day question, a Q&A for the giveaway. And no one knew the answer around here. Now, I grew up in Ohio originally. Then I grew up in Colorado and kind of bounced back and forth between the two. And I guess I didn't go to the grocery store or the gas station on uh, Memorial Weekend to know whether they do this or not here. Maybe they don't, but I thought it was a nationwide thing, and it kind of threw me for a loop that nobody knew the answer to the Q&A and the pop quiz question that I had. And here was the question. So if you listen outside of just my local area here on some of the other radio stations or on the podcast, email me, network at gmail.com. Please let me know if you do this in your community for Memorial Weekend. 
But when I grew up, there was a story that I'll never forget, and I thought it was one of the coolest stories that I had ever heard. I was, I don't know, probably my daughter's age now, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and we were walking into a grocery store, and a veteran was standing outside the door, but instead of asking for donations or selling something, they were handing out the red poppy seed plant, the flower. And they were the plastic one. You could stick in your cap or do whatever you wanted to with it. But it was the poppy seed plants. And I had no clue why they were giving those away. But once I found the story, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. So I used that as a pop quiz question on my program locally on the weekend. And nobody knew the answer. And it kind of threw me for a loop on why veterans give out the poppy seed flower on Memorial Weekend. So I'm curious if, and I guess I can tell you the story, uh, but I'm curious on if your community all over the country, wherever you listen to this podcast or, or program, I'm curious on if they do that still in your community. I guess I haven't really noticed to look for it for a couple of years, and I didn't go and look at it and go stop at a grocery store or gas station after the program on, the, on Saturday when I was driving home for the weekend. I didn't check, but... I'm wondering if we even do this anymore. So the story behind the poppy seed flower uh, comes from World War One, where obviously, if you remember anything about World War One, the trench warfare, the bloody warfare, the horrible situation that people lived in, where everybody lived in these deep trenches and then they blew the whistle. Everybody came up over the trenches. It was the big open field and the no man's land where they just decimated people with these machine guns, leveled them out through the biological weapons there, and then they all died, and then the next group would go and do it from the other side. And It was this back and forth where no one ever gained any ground ever, and it was like the most horrible war condition. Not to say that war conditions are ever good, but these were especially bad because this was a really, really, really stupid way of actually starting a war. We're just walking around in these trenches and then jumping up over the trench, walking into the no man's land desert that is just smoking where on biological weapons and the warfare and you just get leveled out and you knew that you were walking to your death. It was a horrible situation. Well, with nothing growing there because it had all been blown up and dug up and the dirt that was laying around, there was nothing for beauty. It was all just like a barren wasteland except for one plant, the poppy seed flower. And the reason the poppy seed flower grew and it was red was because there was so much iron in the soil from the blood, it was the only life that would actually grow in the soil at the time. And the soldiers in World War I thought that it was the most beautiful thing because in this barren wasteland that was absolutely deserted, that was horrible, and it just, you know, obviously it was, there was nothing there, the only bit of beauty that they saw that kept them alive kept somewhat of their sanity to realize that there is beauty in the world and a hell that they were living through was this poppy seed flower that would bloom in a day's time or a couple days time and because of so much iron and blood in the soil it was bright red so in remembrance to all the soldiers from world war one Every year as a kid growing up, both in Ohio and in Colorado, veterans in the VA, in the VFW uh, around the community, would always go to the local gas station or the grocery store in a public venue and hand out the poppy seed flower in remembrance of World War I. But apparently they don't do that anymore, at least where I'm at anymore, which kind of threw me for a loop. And no one got my, my question that I thought was going to be kind of a softball for individuals on the weekend program trying to give something away. So I'm curious, does your community do that anymore? Or is it something that's forgotten? 
because no one knows the story apparently any longer. Is it too far past? Is it too far gone? Is it something that we just don't focus on any longer? Obviously, a lot of attention goes into World War II. The fact that we still have veterans that survived at World War II, God bless them for doing that. But World War I, I don't know that we have anybody still surviving World War I or that's still alive from that time because of how long ago it was. Have we forgotten some of these small little bits of symbolism from that war? And the remembrance from that time. I find that kind of interesting. So happy Memorial Day to you. Hopefully you did get to enjoy the lake or the camping or the barbecue or just the family time that you did. Whatever you ended up doing, hopefully you got to enjoy the holiday. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I found that story kind of interesting. And it really baffled me why no one knew that story going into the holiday weekend. Joe Biden, our, I guess we could say our What's Trending Story of the Day. What's trending today? So our fearless leader came out yesterday on Memorial Day to talk about Memorial Day and, you know, the sacrifice that people give and how precious it is. And he somehow diverted himself to talking about Russia and the Ukraine, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, great. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's going on over there. Let's focus on our, you know, servicemen and women and the ones that fell for Memorial Day, which is what the whole holiday is actually about. But then he segued into Russia and the Ukraine, and he said something that I found quite interesting because my thought listening to this immediately was, is he talking about Ukrainians? Is he talking about us here in the United States trying to preserve what democracy actually is? Freedom has never been free. Democracy has always required champions. Today, in the perennial struggle for democracy and freedom, Ukraine and its people are on the front lines fighting to save their nation. But their fight is part of a larger fight that unites all people. There's a fight that so many of the patriots whose eternal rest is here in these hallowed grounds were part of, a battle between democracy and autocracy, between liberty and repression, between appetites and ambition of a few who forever seek to dominate the lives and liberties of many a battle for essential democratic principles, the rule of law, free and fair elections, freedom to speak and write and to assemble, freedom to worship as one chooses, freedom of the press, principles that are essential for a free society. Hold on a second. Let me think here for just a minute. Was he talking about Ukrainians fighting against the oppressive Russian regime Or was he talking about us here in the United States fighting against his own administration? Can we sit here and ponder this for a second, please? I mean, what are we dealing with right now? Now, again, Memorial Day is the day where you set aside the politics and we just respect the fallen soldiers that have allowed us to still be the greatest nation on the face of the earth, which I still humbly defend right now, even with the craziness from the United States government. Because remember, the idea of the United States and the idea that soldiers fell for during Memorial Weekend and that we that we represent, that they fell for all throughout the different wars and the different years, it was an idea. wasn't for the government. When we say we're patriotic, doesn't mean that we necessarily love what the government's doing. It's that we love the idea of what America is supposed to be. And there's nothing wrong with that idea. That idea, that purest idea of what America is supposed to be is the best ideal that any individual or group of individuals has been able to create for a society so far in the history of mankind, where it's not oppressive, where it's not tyrannical, 
where we do have a voice for every individual, where we do have the best representation of every little person to where when we go and vote and cast our ballot that we're supposed to be voting for someone who's a representative of us in the people's chamber that's supposed to be advocating for our agenda. That's supposed to be the ideal way here. So the idea is still alive, even though we're fighting politically against a regime that's literally doing everything that he just said that the Ukrainian people are fighting for. But apparently we have to fight for here in the United States as well. Because what are we dealing with right now? We're dealing with financial tyranny with 8.5% inflation, tax rates that are supposedly going up. He's blaming Republicans for tax increases while saying the rich need to pay their fair share when they already pay the vast majority of taxes in the United States. We're dealing with a financial tyranny. We're dealing with a food tyranny right now with a food shortage. Yeah, okay, Ukraine is not able to grow or export as much food as what they're supposed to be. That's definitely taking a hit on the nation. What are we doing here in the United States? We're passing a farm bill that has nothing to do with farmers, but has everything to do with social programs giving away free food when we can't find baby formula on our shelves right now. We're dealing with a gun tyranny where we just had a shooting last week and the federal government's working on new emotional ways to get you to support some type of gun confiscation or gun regulation because you don't need that certain firearm. And I'm using air quotes for my radio listeners. We have a gas and an energy shortage because the government says that we don't need to be drilling more oil because we don't need a permanent solution to a temporary issue like with buying oil out of Russia. To hell with being energy independent. We need to buy it elsewhere deplete our reserves and still have to deal with five to six dollar gallons of gas we have social media censorship to where when we say these things we get a nice little flag from the quote-unquote again air quotes here independent fact checkers for our freedom of speech because we're spreading misinformation yeah what he just said that the ukrainians are fighting for we're fighting for it here on the home front here in the united states against him Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Was Joe Biden talking about Ukraine or was he talking about the United States when he said this during his Memorial Day remembrance speech? Freedom has never been free. Democracy has always required champions. Today, in the perennial struggle for democracy and freedom, Ukraine and its people are in the front lines fighting to save their nation. But their fight is part of a larger fight that unites all people. It's a fight that so many of the patriots whose eternal rest is here in these hallowed grounds were part of. A battle between democracy and autocracy, between liberty and repression, between appetites and ambition of a few who forever seek to dominate the lives and liberties of many, a battle for essential democratic principles, the rule of law, free and fair elections, freedom to speak and write and to assemble, freedom to worship as one chooses, freedom of the press, principles that are essential for a free society. A free society, something that they don't necessarily care for on the other side of the aisle. Look, I mean, we can go bit by bit and just break this down and show how hypocritical they are. And we already know that the left side of the aisle is relatively hypocritical already. But I just find it interesting during Memorial Day that this is what they try to preach and say, hey, look at what Ukrainian uh, the Ukrainians are fighting for. Look how great these guys are, which great. You know what? They're fighting for their freedom and for their nation. All the power to them. I hope they succeed, and I hope they dominate the crazy communist Russians. I get it. Absolutely. But every little key point, every bullet point stop that he made during that little clip was literally everything that we're fighting for here in the United States as well, trying to get rid of the elite few. You hear about the Durham investigation? Oh, yeah, that's right. They're not actually going to pursue any type of charges in that Durham investigation. What's left? I don't know what's next in that step right there. We're dealing with censorship from the social media and from the mainstream media. If you say anything against the narrative on COVID or on voter fraud or on anything else, then you are spreading misinformation. We will shut down your social media. We'll shut down your websites. We'll shut down any comments that you made. You are going to be completely uh, isolated to where no one can listen to what you have to say. The elite few that are deciding our fate... Them playing the Russian roulette, pun intended. The Russian roulette with us as the lower income or the middle class or the middle upper or whatever other held classification they try to make of us, uh, making it difficult with us where they say, oh, sorry, we just got a little late roll on trying to battle this inflation. It was only going to be a temporary thing. It's not going to be that big of a deal when you literally just spent $2 trillion last year above the regular deficit. And then you're like, yeah, it's not going to be good. It's only going to be temporary. Don't worry about it. And then we have to deal with the consequences. And you're like, oh, sorry, our bad. I'm sorry. 
We're fighting for our basic liberties. We couldn't go to church during the COVID-19 lockdowns, but yet we could go to a liquor store or an abortion clinic. I don't think that's what the founding fathers meant when they tried to create a free nation. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. (laughs) So while he's trying to give Ukrainians the kudos for their fight, he's shutting down the United States and the American people when we're trying to fight for the exact same thing. Maybe not in much of a harsh uh, reality or environment, thank God. It's stuck in the political realm, not in the physical realm right now, but we don't want it to bleed over to that. We don't want the oppression to continue, and we will continue to battle on the political front in Washington, D.C., and with states' rights in the Tenth Amendment with our state's legislature and everybody else trying to isolate the federal government from the powers and the abilities that they have right now with Democrats wanting to centralize every bit of influence up at the federal level, and it's just a bit uh, insane right now. So, well done, Joe Biden. I mean, I guess you did give your nice little hoorah. You know, we thank all the soldiers and all the, you know, individuals that didn't come home as they try to defend what this nation is actually about. Let's remember who we're fighting against. We're fighting against liberal progressive values that you are promoting as the president of the United States. You probably don't know that, though. Because the magic marker that was on your forearm probably washed off and you forgot what you were saying. But hey, you said it, so we're going to respond to it appropriately. Cheryl Chumley, she'll be joining us after the bottom of the hour. Stay here on The Voice of Reason for a Tuesday. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, halfway through the show. Already, already it flies right on by, especially when we have so much to catch up on, so much to talk about after the memorial celebration. Thanks for joining us today, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. By the way, real quick uh, programming note for you, newsletter coming out a week from today as we do for the beginning of the month, even though tomorrow's the first day of the month. I want to give you plenty of time. So if you haven't done so yet, go to the website at whosyourreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. Sign up for the newsletter, totally free. We don't spam you. We don't send a whole bunch of stuff. We just send a once-a-month newsletter regarding our topic of the month, a blog on there, some uh, civic holidays for the upcoming month as well, along with things we've done with the show, with our Hoosier Media Network, a lot of good stuff on there. So go and check it out totally free. Again, just go to the website, HoosierReason.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter. All right, let's shift gears here just a little bit as we talk about Joe Biden, his memorial speech yesterday as he talked about Ukrainians fighting for their democracy and how important that is for a nation to have 
proper democracy and the rights of the people. Was he speaking about the Ukrainians or was he speaking about the American people going against his regime? I find that kind of interesting. And we'll continue that conversation as we uh, get into our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? As I am super happy to have on the program with us today, she is the host of the uh, podcast Bold and Blunt with the Washington Times, also the latest uh, book that she has, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. You can visit her online at CherylChumley.com. Cheryl's on the line with us here. Cheryl, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. The last few years obviously have been different, unique, scary, all at the same time. Between lockdowns, a viral scare, and now we're seeing just one hit after another after another between uh, elections, between social media, in the quote-unquote independent fact-checkers. We have the abortion issue now uh, that was leaked from the U.S. Supreme Court and them. Even elected officials advocating for people to do violent protests in some way, shape, or form. I'm sensing that either they're really desperate or they're seeing an opportunity to try and take advantage right now. I think it's both. Right. Democrats are desperate, more desperate than they've been in a very long time because Joe Biden's poll numbers are horrible. But he's bringing down the entire party. I mean, Democrats don't want anything to do with him, but the Democrats, by and large, are looking at the midterms with despair because they know Americans are sick and tired of the tyrants in the Democrat Party stealing their freedoms. And that's the only reason some Democrat governors in some Democrat run states even real face mask mandates and vaccine passports and things like that. And look, if the Democrats don't learn that Americans treasure and cherish freedom, even today, uh, they're going to learn at the polls sooner or later. Yeah, exactly. I want to play this clip for you from Joe Biden's uh, Memorial Day speech yesterday. It's about 45 seconds. But again, he was talking about the Ukrainians and the Russians. But was he really... But their fight is part of a larger fight that unites all people. There's a fight that so many of the patriots whose eternal rest is here in these hallowed grounds were part of, a battle between democracy and autocracy, between liberty and repression, between appetites and ambition of a few who forever seek to dominate the lives and liberties of many, a battle for essential democratic principles, the rule of law, free and fair elections, freedom to speak and write and to assemble, freedom to worship as one chooses, freedom of the press, principles that are essential for a free society. I mean, Cheryl, it sounds like the battle we're seeing here right now today, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny to be lectured by Joe Biden on these (laughs) principles because he's the guy that's been breaking every single one of them since he took over the White House. I mean, just talk about executive orders for for a minute and his health uh, emergency declarations and the mandates that he said on the campaign trail that would be unconstitutional for him to push, but that as soon as he was in the White House, he did vaccine mandates, for, for example. So here's a guy that steals our freedoms left and right and actually has the the nerve to go on TV and talk about freedoms as if he understands the concept. This guy has two more years, two plus more years in the White House, and that's a lot of time for patriotic Americans to have to suffer. 
That is very true. Over the last few weeks, we started to see the platform of Democrats for their campaigns because obviously they haven't been able to run on anything. The economy's in the tank, illegal immigration still flourishing. We have international affairs that are just complete disasters. Gas prices are at all time highs right now. Inflation's at eight and a half percent. I mean, they have nothing of a success to run on as a party. So they had to create some. We saw the shooting last week where they jumped on board with gun control again, even the latest polls, though, showing that uh, gun control is still a very unpopular topic. We had the leaked abortion case out of the U.S. Supreme Court just to try and rally up the crazy radical protesting base of the Democrat Party. Is this all they have or do you think that we're going to see something else pop up during the summertime going into election season for them to say they tried to do, quote unquote, something? Well, those are loser campaign issues um, to win on, Second Amendment rights and uh, radical abortion, right? Because some of these abortion activists who were standing in front of the Supreme Court justice's home actually advocate for abortion up until the ninth month and, and even passed, and, you know, after birth, as we saw in Virginia a few years ago. But they don't have anything to run on. So what they're likely going to do is try and draw parallels between Donald Trump uh, and conservative voters. So they're they're going to try and, and run down that whole deplorables type campaign again. It's going to backfire because Americans are tired of the Democrat Party. That is true. We're talking with Cheryl Chumley. CherylChumley.com is the website. Lockdown, the socialist plan to take away your freedom is the latest book. You can go and check that out and get a copy of it. What do you think the next step is for the Democrats and their socialist plan. They were able to lock us down. They tested it, and it worked out very well for them. They've got a mass population vaccinated where they just said, go get vaccinated, and they did. Now we have us running with a food shortage and high gas prices and crazy inflation rates. What do you think the next step is for them to lock us down going into election season again? Yeah, well, this, let's not forget the baby formula as well. Um, I mean, way to get your women voters out there <laughs> kicked <laughs> off at you, but... Um, they, they've already started. They've already started to talk about some schools having to be virtual this year. Spots around the nation are actually planning right now for this coming fall season uh, to be virtual. You already have people like Anthony Fauci and other medical bureaucrats talking about this new surge and so forth, as if it means anything, as if the case counts and positive case counts. I actually mean anything. They don't, unless you put them in context of recoveries versus fatalities, but they conveniently forget to do that. And so I think what you're going to have is going into this election season, uh, a try from the Democrat Party to to do as much uh, long-distance mail-in balloting as possible, because honestly, that's their only hope. Yeah, that's all they really have. Do you think, and as you mentioned with uh, you know the mama bears turning out with, with a lot of the kids and the abortion issue and everything else, is that going to be the driving force that really changes the tide here? I mean, we're already seeing polls of the Hispanic community and the black community and every other minority community already straying away from the Democrats because of how poorly conditions are right now. But when you attack the public education system and say that you're a domestic terrorist as a parent for standing up to your public school board when they start teaching transsexual education at a young age and allow the teachers of kindergartners and first graders to try and teach this garbage when they start uh telling you that you have to wear the mask or get the vaccination you don't have a right to say in some way shape or form or even when they can't protect the kids like a shooting that we saw last week is this what's going to be the game changer for them is by the women demographic and the mama bears turning out in groves it's interesting you bring that up because we've already seen polls in the last couple months that women voters, the very same block that turned out in droves for Joe Biden in 2020, are 
are now turning away from him. That's not to say that they're actually going to take the step and vote Republican, but if they stay home, that's a significant blow that's lost for the Democrats, not just in the midterm, but also in, in the next White House election. And you combine that with independents that are turning away from the Democrat Party, and as you just pointed out, minorities, minorities like traditionally Democrat voting Blacks and, and Hispanic populations. So the Democrats don't have a lot going for them, and women is very significant because that's usually a steadfast Democrat block. Well, especially with, let's say, gun issues and the safety of children. I mean, I've, the women demographic has been the largest demographic for gun ownership and concealed carry over the last few years. And while they try and say, oh, hey, look at the school shooting, we need to try and go after guns. Everybody that's involved in those communities that say, oh, hey, we never thought it would happen to us, they go out and get firearms. And I'm assuming the women would be doing so as well, saying if I go to the grocery store, I want to be able to protect my children. Their agenda kind of backfires on them, doesn't it? Yeah, and Democrats have this um, have this annoying habit of, uh, of painting women issues simply as abortion, right, as that's the number one deal breaker for most women. And next... Uh, guns and school safety, as if women don't fire, as if women uh, firearm possession and, and purchases weren't the largest main segment in in the um, in the firearms industry right now. So, oh, more issues that women care about. Uh, number one, inflation, really, and the economy for their family. I completely agree. The book is Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. You can go and check out the book, buy it. CherylChumley.com is the website. Cheryl, we're out of time, my friend, but I love the conversation. I know you have to run. we got to get you back on the show again here real soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, appreciate that very much. We'll get her back on the program. Good stuff. We'll break that down when we come back here. Speaking of shootings, by the way, when we come back, we'll talk about the latest arrest of a child that had made the social media post, and now law enforcement and social media definitely trying to make an example out of this kid to make sure that showing you, hey, we actually care, and no, we're not going to slip up and allow it to happen again by just doing the regular thing. So we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll recap what she said as well. CherylChumbly.com is the website. Lockdown, the socialist plan to take away your freedoms. Great stuff. And we're aware of it. And we're not letting it happen. And I smell desperation on the other side of the aisle. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I'm telling you something. The Democrats have lost their mojo because they've upset every one of their demographics. The minority community, the female community. You can't tell the female community to accept males as pretend females that just dominate their sports and other aspects and then be like, hey, you should really like that. Then you go after the kids and be like, hey, you should like have an abortion. And then if you don't have an abortion, then we're going to confuse them with their genders. And then we're going to teach them about how bad the country actually is. You have now upset the ones that actually turn the head, the ones that actually keep things rolling. I am the man of my house. I am the one that makes the decisions at my house as long as Mrs. Voice of Reason allows it to happen. <laughs> See? See? Uh, Mrs. Voice of Reason and I, by the way, going on 10 years of marriage, and that's probably why, because most women are like that. Hey, you know what? You are the man as long as I tell you you can be. So as long as we understand that fact, then that's just the fact. And Democrats have forgotten that fact. They have forgotten who actually runs things and who uh, actually has a lot of the voice and the say in those situations and that relationship. And the whole private sector, public sector relationship isn't going to swell right now. I'm just going to throw that one out there. Speaking of, as you upset the kids, we really need to have a serious conversation, I'm guessing, about parenting. Now, my daughter's about ready to turn eight. She turns eight tomorrow, which is really awesome, and it brings a tear to my eye. I can't believe that she's going up so fast. Anyways, uh, she is... Not having a cell phone, she does have an iTablet or an iPad or whatever that she plays games on or watches YouTube on, but it's strictly monitored because she knows what's right and what's not right, and she knows what's okay and what's not okay. And we need to, I guess, have a parenting conversation, even though I'm no expert in parenting in any way, shape, or form. There are two headlines. I thought they were the same, but there's actually two. I don't know if it's the same story or if they just got some of their facts uh, kind of messed up on some of these in some way, shape, or form. But here's one of them. According to the Associated Press, detectives have arrested an 18-year-old Florida man after receiving a tip that he threatened a mass shooting at a school in a social media post. As Corey Anderson's post showed him with a handgun, a rifle, and a tactical-style vest, along with the caption, quote, Hey Siri, directions to the nearest school. According to the Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad uh, Cronister, during the news release, Anderson was arrested at his home near Tampa on Sunday this last weekend and charged with a written or electronic threat to conduct a mass shooting or act of terrorism. That's one story. 
Now, I guess he's 18. You can do what you want at 18. You don't really have authority, except for if he is living with his mom and dad still, then they do have authority over him because they get to choose on what, you know, he gets to do living under their roof. I guess that's the rule. But here's the second story. And again, either it's the same story just with different details or it's a secondary one that happened over the weekend as well. As according to the sun.com, a shocking new mugshot has been released of a 10-year-old student. Not 18-year-old, but a 10-year-old. So either the details were mixed up and messed up, or these are two completely different things that happened at the same time over the weekend. As a 10-year-old student was arrested on Saturday over an alleged threat to commit a mass shooting, as the threat came only five days after the Uvalde, Texas shooting, where he, this 10-year-old was charged with making a written threat to conduct a mass shooting. Police believe that the student was threatening the school in a text message and publicly arrested him as the fifth-grade student from Patriot Elementary School in Cape Corral, Florida, reportedly sent a text message to his friend claiming that he bought four assault rifles. The alleged messages claimed that the minor scammed a friend to get the assault rifles. Uh, get ready for Water Day. The minor said in another text as he was referring to the school-sponsored event in which students participate in water activities. The school threat enforcement team was immediately notified. The investigation was opened, and they have massive pictures all over the place of the uh, police arresting this 10-year-old student with handcuffs, putting him into the back of a police vehicle. Now, there are a few things to take away from this scenario, I think. Number one... They wanted to make a big deal out of this because they missed, and I'm talking about social media here and law enforcement, they missed the Uvalde school shooter with the post that he made on social media. They completely missed it. While I get banned for within hours of making a comment about voter fraud or potential voter fraud or hydroxychloroquine on social media with COVID-19, I get banned, boom, within hours. But these guys... We're able to make these posts within days, so they wanted to make sure they didn't let any other one slip through the cracks here. Second off, who the hell, as a parent, allows kids to take photos with rifles and make a post on social media or to text them to their friends? I'm just throwing the idea out there. I mean, I'm not going to monitor and be the helicopter parent with my kid, but if she's hauling in four assault rifles, and I'm using the term for the Democrats for them to understand basic lingo here, if she's bringing in four rifles into her bedroom and taking pictures of it at eight, nine, ten years old, I think I would know that. So what the hell's going on with the parenting and with the mindset of kids to even think about doing this even as a joke? Makes me sick. Podcast up in just a little bit. Back at it tomorrow for a Wednesday in the middle of the week. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.